Thank you all for coming back despite the heat. Uh, some devotees, I think, have gone swimming, which is perfectly understandable. <clears throat> and while they are swimming in water somewhere, we will swim in the nectar of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Yes? What do you think, Pater? Yes, Mojaliva. Okay, we've we've been continuing with Canto Six, and uh, we talked about one of the threads running through the Bhagavatam that we find in the sixth canto, namely human weakness. We found it in the case of Ajamila, and we're finding it in the case of Indra. Indra's weakness is his pride uh, that he has become, uh, you could say unintentionally, but nonetheless uh, not respectful, disrespectful to his guru, whose name is? Brihaspati. Yes, we have Brihaspati Das here. He's probably also swimming. He's in the kitchen. Okay. He's swimming in the kitchen. That's also good. Um, And uh, so human failure, and uh, we also talked about this kind of, um, well, I didn't use this expression, but domino effect. Do you have this concept? You push one domino and they all fall over one after another. And so, uh, we have this in the Bhagavatam. In the case of (coughs) certain mistakes made out of weakness leading to one trouble after another. The trouble here, of course, is that uh, because of Indra's mistake, uh, the departure of their guru has meant that uh, the demons have become powerful. And uh, their, bec- their power, it's interesting actually, their power is based on what? Their power is based on their attention or their attentiveness to their guru. They are following uh, the guidance of their guru, whose name is, we didn't mention, but you know, Shukra Acharya, yes, Uh, the semen Acharya, whoops, yeah, that's what Shukra means. Anyway, um, (laughs) so uh, the... uh, And then we talked about the... Uh, the remorse, we could say lamentation, the remorse of Indra immediately recognizes his mistake and we pointed out that um, by this we can have a sense that maybe Indra is not such a two-dimensional character. He does have a sense of um, responsibility uh, at the same time that he he is certainly has to be identified as will be 
indicated at the end of this chapter, uh, not this chapter, uh, yes, this chapter, somewhere, <laughs> that he is a sakama devotee, a devotee with desires as opposed to akama. Uh, and this may remind us of a point which is made by, mm, I believe it's Sutta Goswami, akama, sarvakamo va moksha kama, Udharadi tivrena bhakti yogena yayedam yayedam purushapara. Yes, that whether one is without desire, akama, sarvakamo, or one has all desires, moksha kama, or one's desire is liberation, tivrena bhakti yogena. If one engages in very literally sharp, very focused. Um, bhakti, uh, then yaya, by that, by which, yaya, uh, mm, one can reach the supreme purusha, the supreme lord. So the key is bhakti, and the, what sort of bhakti? Focused, sharp, determined, <laughs> and intense. It also means intense, yes. Uh, and in effect, we can say that's what. Well, that's what Ajamila learned, and that's what in Indra is also learning, and then we can also say that Ritra is also learning that. Ritrasura will be the opponent of uh, of Indra, the apparent opponent. Okay. So we're in chapter 7 of Canto 6. And uh, we have Lord Brahma uh, advising the demigods now that they're in this difficult situation, good guys versus the bad guys, as we said, uh, they're in this difficult situation, what to do. He is giving them advice. Sometimes uh, Lord Brahma's advice to the demigods when they're in this situation is, there's not much you can do about it. It's not your time. Uh, he, he says that, I believe, in the eighth canto uh, with regard to uh, the uh, pastime of churning the ocean of milk, or the ocean, some sort of ocean, uh, to churn nectar. He says, it's, it's really not your time for prevailing, for being on the top, but there is one thing you can do. You can join forces together with the demons. You can cooperate. You can do something together uh, for everyone's benefit. And that's that's in the eighth canto. But here, uh, he gives a different sort of advice. And he's going to advise that you should get yourself another priest. And the priest's name is uh, Vishwarupa. But before that, he says, and this is verse 24 of chapter 7, he says, because of their firm determination to follow the instructions of Shukracharya, he's talking about the demons, uh, his disciples, the demons, are now unconcerned about the demigods. In fact, kings or others who have determined faith in the mercy 
of brahmanas, cows, and the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna, and who always worship these three, are always strong in their position. So this is kind of intriguing. Here we have the demons who are doing the activities that you always think are what devotees are doing or should be doing. <laughs> so what's going on? Well, I would suggest the Bhagavatam is... Um, sometimes the Bhagavatam it exhibits a certain amount of irony and here is one case like that uh, that there's a kind of reversal of roles and but it of course also is making a point here that uh, worshipping offering respects to brahmanas to the Lord and to cows is a good thing for everyone. Uh, no matter what the identification might be, it's a, it's a good thing. It's, and, and by divine arrangement, whoever uh, honors the Brahmins, the cows, and the Lord will be benefited. They will be benedic benedicted. They will be, he says, strong in their position. Uh, Sanskrit, bhavanti abhadrani. They will, they will, uh, na bhavanti abhadrani. There will not be misfortune. There will not, not be inauspiciousness for them. So, uh, he's explaining why is it that the demons are now powerful. Well, they're following Shukracharya, and Shukracharya is telling them, uh, this is what you should do. Now, we might ask, but if they're doing all the things that the demigods do, doesn't that kind of make them demigods? Hmm, interesting question, but I'm just going to leave that as an open question because I want to move on. <laughs> to verse 29 and 30. I kind of touched on one element of this. This is a, a list, uh, and it's a list of what I call seeing X as Y, where X and Y, you can fill in the blanks. There's different identities here. Acharyo Brahmano Murti Pita Murti Prajapati Brata Marupater Murti Mata Sakshakshitestano Dayaya Bagini Murtir Dharmasyatma Titi Sayam Agner Abhyagato Murti Sarvabhutani Chatmana So uh, explaining what I mean by X, seeing X as Y. The Acharya the spiritual master who teaches all the Vedic knowledge and gives initiation by offering the sacred thread is the personification of all the Vedas. Well, here it says is, uh, and, and this equation is being made. Um, 
this x is y, not just seeing x as y, but x is y. Uh, continuing, similarly, a father personifies Prophet's translation, Lord Brahma. And this is what I mentioned yesterday. A brother represents, or is personification of, who remembers? Indra, very good. A mother personifies the planet Earth. So if you are a mother, you represent the Earth for your children. And if you have a mother, <laughs> she represents the Earth for you. <clears throat> a sister represents mercy. A guest personifies religious principles, dharma. Uh, a distinction is made between a guest who's not invited, one who just shows up, and an invited guest. So uninvited guest personifies religious principles, and invited guest personifies agni. And all living entities personify Lord Vishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Isn't that cool? What do you think, Tony? I have no clue. No clue. <laughs> Especially on, at this time of day, on such a hot day. Yeah. Okay, um... Anyway, I just brought that up because I think it's interesting uh, that um, one is actually, it's often in the Bhagavatam, we're trying to learn spiritual life and one way that we're learning spiritual life is by seeing X as Y. Seeing, uh, seeing whatever it is that we see in relation to the Lord. And this may be done in many different ways. So, uh, what happens? We're telling, we're, we're hearing a story here, and the story is that Brahma has advised, go to Visharupa. Uh, he can be your new priest. So the demigods go to Visharupa, and they say, my dear Visharupa, uh, please be our priest. And now, and we already discussed this a bit, uh, the uh, this, uh, this sage, Visharupa, he responds to their request, and first what he says, I, won't, I think I won't read this verse, but uh, he says, you know, it's not really a very good thing to become a priest because it means compromising oneself. Uh, one becomes implicated in the, uh, in the karma of those for whom one is a priest. There are some implications. And uh, the, the Brahmins, of course, want to be very careful about this. It's the sim a similar story, similar case with someone being a guru. One becomes implicated by one's uh, disciples. You know? Initiation. Actually, diksha, the word diksha, in, in the Vedic tradition, it has to do with initiation into uh, the performance of a sacrifice. 
the yajamana, the person who sponsors the sacrifice, uh, is initiated by the priest into the performance of the sacrifice. And that, of course, is a temporary kind of initiation. That's one of the kind of differences uh, in our Vaishnava tradition. There's initiation, diksha, and it's it's a one-time uh, permanent initiation. Why? Because the sacrifice that we're doing is lifelong. It's not just a one-day or a 12-day or whatever event. It's lifelong. Okay, then. Uh, okay, Eventually, Visharupa agrees to be their priest because they are his seniors. And he wants to respect his seniors. So although he's a bit hesitant, and for a good reason which is a bit different from his own reason, and that will come up, uh, he's, uh, he's actually putting himself in a position of great danger. Uh, by doing this. But he he agrees to be the priest. And what do priests do? One thing priests do is they give mantra. And in the case of the demigods, they're worried. Uh, they, they feel threatened. They're in danger from the demons. You might say, well, what sort of a danger is this from the demons? The demons are all busy worshipping Brahmins and cows and Respecting the Lord doesn't sound very dangerous to me. Could be, but the de the demigods feel themselves to be in danger. Uh, or they feel that sooner or later there's going to be a confrontation and there could be a fight, so we need to be ready for them. So, oh, 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 oh great Acharya Vishvarupa, please help us out, give us uh, some protection and so this is this is what uh, Vishwarupa does he says alright uh, I will give you a mantra I will give you a very special mantra uh, this mantra is a kavacha kavacha means shield just like a, someone knight in shining armor, armor you know you have such expression going out, hero on a big horse with a big lance and a shield, right? <laughs> What's the word for shield? Dalcha. Tarcha. 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 Okay. So, it uh, um, says, all right, uh, here we go. Here's the mantra. And this is the subject of chapter 8 of Canto 6. And uh, as I said yesterday, I promised, so I have to fulfill my promise. Uh, today we're going to uh, do a little exercise. It's kind of fun. Uh, we're going to do the preliminary uh, acts of nyasa, which are... Uh, instructed by Vishwarupa in the Bhagavatam as preparation for uh, the the speaking of the Narayana Kavacha Mantra. 
Are you ready for this? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, uh, this procedure is called nyasa, and nyasa, uh, we, we know the word sannyasa, uh, which uh, one way of a literal translation would be complete placement. Nyasa means placement, uh, setting down. And what's being set down are mantras uh, or syllables of mantras. And where they're being set, where they're being placed, is on different parts of the body, our own physical bodies. Why should we do such a thing? Well, the idea is that uh, the mantra, we are infusing, not confusing, we are infusing the body with mantra. And in effect, we are mantrafying the body. <laughs> Transforming the body. And by this, the idea is the body becomes elevated so that uh, we become non-different from the Lord in quality. Yeah. This process is a tantric process. Now, when people hear the word tantra, they either shake with fear or they jump with excitement. <laughs> people tend to have strong feelings about tantra, although usually people have no idea what it's about. The word tantra very broadly uh, can be understood to mean simply technique. Later, much later in the Bhagavatam, uh, toward the end of Canto 11, Krishna, instructing Uddhava, tells him that uh, he's talking about worship, uh, Archana, and he's giving a kind of overview of, of Archana. And he says there are different ways to do it. He says there's a Vedic way to do Archana, uh, and there's a Tantric way to do Archana. He uses the word Tantra. And he also says Mishra, Veda, Tantra, Mishra. It's possible to do a mixture of Vedic and Tantric methods. Now, in this case, here in the sixth canto, there's no mention of Tantra, but I'm just pointing out that this is a very Tantric uh, activity. Uh, and in this case, we can say it has to do with the with techniques involving mantra. We'll just go that far. That's otherwise a whole other subject. What is Tantra? A kind of technology, if you like, uh, with, with mantra. Okay, so uh, first I'll read through its three verses in which uh, Vishwarupa describes this, and then it's the next verse, so it's verses 4 through 6, and then verse 7, and then um, also verses 8, 9, and 10. Yeah, so, well, 
Let's see how this goes. Let's let's read it first. You have the translation there. Visharupa said, If some form of fear arrives, one should first wash his hands and legs clean and then perform achamana. And Prabhupada kind of adds, by chanting this mantra, and he gives the mantra that uh, he would always use in the... In, uh, in fire sacrifices, initiations, installations, Oma Pavitra Pavitro Va, Sarva Va Stamgato Piva, Yasmaret, Pundarika Kshangsabhya Pyantarasati. Then, oh, Shri Vishnu, Shri Vishnu, Shri Vishnu. Then one should touch Kusha grass and sit gravely and silently, facing north. Hmm. When completely purified, one should touch the mantra composed of eight syllables to the eight parts of his body and touch the mantra composed of twelve syllables to his hands. Thus, in the following manner, he should bind himself with the Narayana coat of armor. Um, As far as uh, cleaning hands and legs, I would say, we have taken bath today, no? Everyone took shower? Yeah. Um, We can uh, mentally wash the hands and legs, if you like. Uh, And then doing achamana, well, um, yes, there's no harm to chant this mantra. Um, Yeah, the... The uh, the verse just says achamya, having done achamana. It's commonly like this in uh, this kind of uh, instructions that it'll sort of assume that you know <laughs> what the particular activity is, having done achamana. What is achamana? Well, find out somewhere. And then Prabhupada is giving in his translation. We can chant this mantra, Om... Apavitra Pavitrova Sarvavastam Gatopiva Yasmaret Pundarikachang Sa Bahya Abhyantara Shuchi Shivishnu Shivishnu now it says here we should touch kusha grass. I suppose we could all run out and touch the grass outside, but I think this will also do mentally. Kusha is often, well, practically always used in Vedic uh, rituals uh, because of its purity, considered pure, it's very much associated with uh, Vedic ritual. And then we should sit gravely and silently facing north. Uh, I think that's east, west, north, south. Okay, we're kind of vaguely, well, yeah, if you, if you want to face that way. North. It's also said, because there's always ways of uh, making adjustments in these rituals, it's also said that the the direction you're facing, that is north. 
the direction that you happen to be facing, that is north. <laughs> okay, so here we are. We're very grave and we're very silent. And then we're going to chant uh, an eight-syllable mantra. What is that mantra? The mantra is as follows. Om na namo narayanaya This is the mantra, by the way, that uh, Ramanujacharya received and got into trouble with because he broadcast it uh, to the public and then later was blessed. Uh, so, okay, what we do with this mantra is uh, yes, okay with your hands touch your feet as you chant Om, and you meditate that you are infusing that sound, Om, into your feet. Let's try it again. Om. Okay, very good. Now, the next. With your hands, touch your knees. Na. Okay, now your knees are full of na. Yeah? <clears throat> okay, and then we're going to touch our thighs. Ra. And then we're going to chant, uh, touch the abdomen. Yeah. Wait, we have to back up. I made a mistake. <laughs> I forgot Namaha. It's Om Namo Narayana. I was giving Narayana. Let's start over. Om the feet. Na the knees. Mo. Okay, now the uh, the the abdomen, na, then the heart, ra, then the chest, ya, now I'm getting mixed up here, um, na, ra, ya, then uh, the... It's been a long time since I've done this. I used to do it, and to do it slow is very confusing. Uh, and then, again, uh, where am I? Oh yes, then you touch the mouth and chant, uh, and chant, na. Okay. And then you touch the head, yeah. Don't you feel different? We're not finished yet. We have to go, we have to do the same thing in reverse, with the syllables in reverse. 
Na yeah yeah. So now it's going to be yeah na yeah ra na mo na o. Now you feel it really electric, right? Ready to take over the world. <laughs> We're not finished yet. This was only the beginning. Uh, now we're going to uh, infuse uh, into our fingers and thumbs another mantra. <clears throat> And this is the twelve syllable mantra. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Okay, here we take your left thumb and you touch your right. Uh, index finger. Om Na Mo Ba And then with the right finger, the right, uh, the left index. Ba, sorry, Ga Va te va. Then you take your thumb again of the left hand. <coughs> Su de va ya. I think you got a little lost there. What we're doing is first we're doing the eight fingers. And then we're doing four joints of our thumbs. Shall we try it again? Uh, the joints of the thumb. The last, the last four will be one, two, three, four. Okay, but but we start with the left thumb and the right uh, index finger. Om na mo ba ga va te va su de va. Now we're ready. Huh? Well, we're not quite finished yet. <clears throat> but you can feel it, right? There's something there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> 
Okay, now we're going to chant uh, a six-syllable mantra. Om Vishnave Namaha. So first we place Om on the heart with the right hand like this. Om. And then on the top of the head we place the syllable Vi like this. It's been a long time, I don't remember. Anyway, good enough. <coughs> Vi. And then we put Sha between the eyebrows. We can do like this. Sha. And then, uh, if you have a Sika, or if you don't, you can imagine you have a Sika with a thumb back here. <coughs> Na. And then we're putting uh, V between the eyes. And here you can use both fingers. V. And then uh, we place the syllable Na on all the joints of the body. So you can go Na, 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 Na. No, 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 no. We have a new mantra, the na mantra. Okay, are we all nud? Okay, and finally, um, we meditate on ma as a weapon. And in this way, it says we become perfectly personified, we become personifications of the mantra. So then we add uh, what's called visarga to uh, to this last syllable, syllable ma, so it becomes ma, ma, yes. And now, what we do is we chant the mantra ma astraya pat, ma astraya pat, and we do this ten times. Uh, first, in front of us, you can also, you can point with your finger. What we're doing uh, is we're covering all the directions with this mantra. So, ma-astraya pat, ma-astraya pat, ma-astraya pat, ma-astraya pat, ma-astraya pat. Ma astraya pat, ma astraya pat, ma astraya pat, ma astraya pat, ma astraya pat. 
Now we're really ready for anything. Actually, what we're ready for is to chant the mantra, which is the Narayana Kavacha, which is a meditation on Vishnu and how he protects in his various forms. And it's also a prayer uh, to, um, to Vishnu, to Narayana, uh, that he may protect in so many ways, in so many circumstances, at all the different times of day or night. So it's a very inclusive kind of mantra. It covers everything. Nothing could possibly happen to anyone who does all of this and chants the mantra. Nothing bad. That's pretty cool, isn't it? <laughs> so, do you feel ready for the Narayana Kavacha mantra? We're not going to go through the whole mantra. It's several verses, actually, and they're in, uh, they are metered. Uh, what is the meter? Some sort of trishtup. Um, but uh, I wanted to call attention to a few of the verses. Mm. Essentially, the idea from uh, these verses we get is to remember the Lord in His many different features, and we naturally may associate uh, the Lord's features and his activities with different situations where protection might be uh, wanted, might be appropriate. Um, until what time is our class scheduled, actually? 2.15? Uh, 2.15. Past 2, 2.15, okay, good. All right, so here we go with uh, verse number 13. Jaleshumang rakshatumatsyamurthir yado ganibyo varunasya pashat staleshumaya vatum vamano vyat May the Lord, who assumes the, the body of a great fish, protect me in the water from the fierce animals that are associates of the demigod Varuna by expanding his illusory energy. The Lord assumes the form of the dwarf Vamana. May Vamana protect me on the land. Since the gigantic form of the Lord, Vishwarupa, conquers the three worlds, may he protect me in the sky. So, with Matsya, it's kind of obvious, right? He's the fish avatar. Where is he to be found? He's in the water. Uh, and so, to remember him in his, you could say, habitat, uh, uh, it kind of makes sense that he's protecting from from the big animals of uh, of the ocean of of the waters, the places of Varuna. Now here in um, living on the land, you might feel like 
You might feel like, well, I don't really need protection from monsters of the sea. But then who knows? With climate change and global warming, the ocean just could just could rise to all of our beyond all of our expectations and and suddenly we are swimming uh, with sharks. <laughs> so then we will certainly want to remember Matsya Avatar. Similarly with Vamana, Vamana is uh, that form of the Lord who requests from Bali three steps of land. So here the request is, please protect us uh, on the land. Well, that kind of covers a lot of possible situations. All kinds of trouble can happen on the land. And then it mentions uh, Trivikrama. When Vamana stretches out his, his, uh, makes his three steps, stretching out his, his leg beyond um, this earthly realm, out to the edge of the universe. Excuse me. He is, he becomes known, he's no longer Vamana. Why? Because he's no longer a dwarf. Dwarf means very small. Uh, now suddenly he becomes a cosmic giant and he's known as Trivikrama. He who makes three uh, great steps, Vikrama. And he is uh, prayed to with regard to protection in K. K means uh, the sky. Ka, K. So like this, uh, the whole uh, Narayana Kavacha is, is there, or much of it is like this. Here is uh, one, a favorite for the brahmacharis and the sannyasis, but also appropriate for all Ashramas, verse number 17. Sanat Kumaro Vatukama Devat Dayashir Shaman Pati Deva Helanat Devarshivarya Purusharchanantarad Kurmo Harirman Narayat Asheshat. May Sanat Kumara protect me from lusty desires. As I begin some auspicious activity, may Lord Hayagriva Protect me from being an offender by neglecting to offer re <coughs> respectful obeisances to the Supreme Lord. May Devarshi Narada protect me from committing offenses in worshipping the deity. And may Lord Kurma, the tortoise, protect me from falling to the unlimited hellish planets. I'll just mention, of course, Sanat Kumar, one of the four Kumaras. The Kumaras are the uh, the brahmacharis, the the young boys, five-year-old boys, uh, who are eternally so, and they keep the, their celibacy in all of their conditions. So we pray to them, please protect me from Kamadeva. Uh, Kamadeva is going around with his bow and arrows, his arrows which are made of flowers, his bow which is made of a sugar cane stalk. 
and he is shooting people who are not uh, who who are uh, incautious or who are yeah not careful, and then suddenly ah attacked by lust, and then overcome by um, so the prayer is you know protect me from that. Uh, Devarshi, I won't explain Hayagriva because I don't quite completely get the connection. <laughs> anyway, Devarshi Narada, Narada is associated with deity worship. How? Because it's uh, the Pancharatra mm, genre of literature is often spoken, many of the texts are spoken by Narada. So it's sometimes called Narada Pancharatra. So please protect me from making offenses in deity worship. Makes sense. Narada can do that. You may say, well, wait. Narada is not Narayana. The four Kumaras are not Narayana. Well, yes, they are. They're part of their aspects of Narayana. Verse 18. Danvantarir Bhagavan Patvapatyat Vanvadvayat Rishabo Nirjitatma Yagnyas Chaloka Davatajananta Baloganat Krodavashada Hindra May the Supreme Personality of Godhead in His incarnation as Danvantari Relieve me from undesirable eatables, edibles, eatables, and protect me from physical illness. Um, yeah, we know that Danvantari is the lord of, uh, of medicine, said to be the originator of Ayurveda and so on. Um, then, Lord Rishabdev, who conquered here in, in Prabhupada's translation, May Lord Rishabdev, who conquered his inner and outer senses, protect me from fear produced by the duality of heat and cold. Well, the Sanskrit says just dvanvat, uh, bayat, from the fear of duality. And probably, quite possibly one or another of the commentators mention heat and cold as an example of duality. But of course, there are so many types of duality. Uh, and uh, these dualities are very much what disturb us in this world. The dualities of uh, seeing difference, uh, of, of uh, political difference, <laughs> for example, that can be a form of duality. So, who to pray to in such a case? No, not done one time. Vrishabhadev, yes. <laughs> it's a warm afternoon. Okay, then, may uh, yajna, yaj, we say yajna, yajna, protect me from defamation. Defamation means uh, being. Uh, Fame, it's the opposite of fame. So if someone defames you, uh, that means uh, they have uh, 
made you infamous, made you have a bad reputation. So uh, to to suddenly get a bad reputation, this can be very devastating. People, be, one can become extremely disturbed uh, that uh, all of those who who used to honor one uh, one way or another suddenly now they're all saying, "Oh, I don't want to have anything to do with that person." Why? Because whatever some rumor is spread or who knows what. So here the prayer is uh, that uh, one gets protection from this from yagya. Yes, yagya is a form of Vishnu. Yagyo vai Vishnu. May yagya protect me from defamation and harm from the populace. So this would be good for politicians. And may Lord Balarama as Shesha protect me from envious serpents. I guess we don't have so much concern about uh, snakes here in Poland. There are snakes. Not so serious, right? Sometimes. Could be. But in general. But when you're in India, if you go to Mayapur, well, now Mayapur has become so kind of overbuilt but maybe now, while the flooding is going on, snakes apparently can swim quite well. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, yeah, there are cobras. Very dangerous. And there are even more dangerous snakes. So anyway, uh, who to pray to in such case? Shesha, who is a form of? Balaram. Do you want to hear another of these verses? Okay. The next one, 19. Dvaipayeno Bhagavan Aprabodhad Buddhastupa Shandagana Pramadat Kauki Kale Kalamalat Prapatu Dharmavanayoru Kritavatara May the personality of Godhead in his incarnation as Yasadeva protect me from all kinds of ignorance resulting from the absence of Vedic knowledge. So that makes sense, right? Yasa is the Lord of, the form of the Lord who compiles the Veda. Next, may Lord Buddha Deva protect me from activities opposed to Vedic principles and from laziness that causes one to madly forget the Vedic principles of knowledge and ritualistic action. So this is interesting because Buddha, of course, kind of rebels from the Vedic system. But he's a form of the Lord, according to the Bhagavatam. But he's not a form of the Lord that one follows his instructions, but rather one can pray to him for protection, for to not follow instructions. 
<laughs> from the Vedas. <laughs> I've just been uh, working on a paper, um, kind of an Indological paper on this subject in relation to the Vishnu Purana. It's quite interesting how it's uh, the story is described, how Vishnu bewilders the demons. Hmm? He bewilders, first of all, the first group uh, are the uh, he he makes them into Jains. The second group he makes them into Buddhists, and the third, the leftovers, he makes into materialists. He does all this so that same story, so that the demigods can regain their power. The problem being that the demons have been following Vedic principles, so they're powerful. So the solution is. <coughs> Uh, convince them to reject the Vedas. <laughs> and who can better do that than Vishnu himself? Figure that out. This is amazing religion we follow. <laughs> okay, then we come to a slightly different type of prayer. It's to the... Uh, various uh, weapons of the Lord. I mentioned yesterday uh, that one can remember or one can uh, be inspired, Uddipana, uh, by uh, the Lord's quality, his names, his qualities, his activities, uh, and also by his ornaments, which include his weapons, Mandana. So here in verse 24, we go, Gadeshani sparshana vishpulinge, vispulinge, nishpindi nishpindyajita priyasi, kushmandavai nayaka yaksharaksho, bhuta grahams chunaya chunayarin. Okay, this is kind of fun, uh, because it's requesting the weapons of the Lord to be a little violent. O club, in the hand of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, you produce sparks of fire as powerful as thunderbolts. And you are extremely dear to the Lord. I am also his servant. Therefore, kindly help me pound to pieces the evil living beings known as Kushmandas, Vainayakas, Yakshas, Rakshasas, Bhutas, and Grahas. Please pulverize them. You know the word pulverize? Patri, you know pulverize? Make them into powder. <laughs> yeah. So we're, you know, we're all very loving and so on. Um, you know, it's all about prema, bhakti, we love everybody. Uh, <laughs> I'm okay, you're okay, we're all okay. Huh? Love, peace and love. <laughs> but in the Bhagavatam, uh, we have this nishpindi nishpindi, uh, which means pound, <coughs> and then churnaya, churnaya, which means pulverize. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, then, um, verse 30. Okay, now we sort of come more onto what we might call familiar territory. Verse 30 says, Sarvo pagyo harer nama rupa yana yudhani Budhindriya manapranam pantu parshadabhushana. May the Supreme Personality of Godhead's holy names, his transcendental forms, his carriers, and all the weapons decorating him as personal associates protect our intelligence, our senses, our mind, and life air from all dangers. That's a nice prayer. You might want to learn this one. Because it's pretty all-inclusive. All in one, all in one Anushtup mantra. You don't have to do all the rest of it. You just do this one. After you do the nyasas, of course. Om Namo Narayanaya Yana, etc. When you practice this a little bit, the, the, uh, um, these nyasas, if you're into it, some, some like to do these things, uh, you practice it a little bit, it becomes very easy. You can do it very quickly. You can do it within a few seconds. Maybe I'll get back into it. It's kind of fun. Some devotees, um, yeah. Some devotees, uh, they they ask me, uh, what about chanting the Nrsinga Kavacha? The Nrsinga Kavacha can be found in. Uh, well, there's, I think, a couple of versions, and one is in, surprise, surprise, the Nursinga Purana. And I've seen, I've, I've seen this mantra, um, but uh, personally I find the Narayana Kavacha in the Bhagavatam so much more inspiring. I feel like it's more for us. And also with the Nrsinga Kavacha, if I remember correctly, it says for it to be effective, you have to chant the whole thing something like 32,000 times. Good luck. But it doesn't say anything about the, uh, chanting so many times the Narayana Kavacha. And the Narayana Kavacha is nice because it's glorifying the Lord. Uh, and so it becomes a devotional activity. Whereas the Nrsinga Kavacha, it basically just says, uh, Dear Lord, please protect my nose, please protect my toes, please protect my elbows. And it kind of goes through the different body parts and says, please protect Avatu, 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 please protect. Um, whereas uh, this is much more mm, devotional, I would say. Yeah. Okay, uh, maybe just one.
Yeah, we're coming to the end of the chapter. Okay, two more verses we have. Three verses. Verse 32 and 33. Yutaikatnyanubhavanam vikalpa rahitasvayam bhushanayudhalingakya dhatte shakti svamayaya tenaiva satyamanena sarvagyo bhagavan hari patu sarvaisvarupayana sada sarvatra sarvaga The Supreme Personality of Godhead, the living entities, the material energy, the spiritual energy, and the entire creation are all individual substances. In the ultimate analysis, however, together they constitute the Supreme One, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Therefore, those who are advanced in spiritual knowledge see unity in diversity. For such advanced persons, the Lord's bodily decorations, his name, his fame, his attributes and forms and the weapons in his hands are manifestations of the strength of his potency. According to their elevated spiritual understanding, the omniscient Lord who manifests various forms is present everywhere. May he always protect us everywhere from all calamities. You know the word calamity? Yakshamuli, uh, calamity. Onyedole. Nyedole. Okay. Yeah, so that's, you know, I like what I find interesting here is um, especially those uh, who are advanced in spiritual knowledge see unity in diversity. Prabhupada speaks about this. There's a very famous letter from Srila Prabhupada where he requests his disciples to to see uh, unity in diversity, to discuss how we can realize unity in diversity in our society. And he says, therefore, I request uh, the devotees, maybe he says leaders, uh, to come to Mayapur once a year and have meeting to discuss this subject, how to uh, how to have uh, unity and diversity, diversity and unity. We had a discussion because uh, I was there this last, I was in Mayapur, and there was a gathering of sannyasis, gurus, GBCs, and BBT trustees. <laughs> and uh, the organizers had us doing different exercises, and one of them was, uh, we read this statement from Srila Prabhupada, uh, three times aloud <laughs> and then uh, we broke up into groups of two and three and we were told go anywhere uh, in the Mayapur campus in your group sit down and, uh, and discuss this this point 
for an hour and a half. We had an hour and a half to discuss this point. And it was actually fun. We had, In our little group, uh, there were four of us actually, uh, many interesting thoughts came. So anyway, uh, in unity and diversity, it says here, is perceived uh, by those who are advanced. And uh, in this way, it facilitates the sense of protection. Okay. Uh, oh, I was going to say also from my own personal experience, there's one verse, I, I, it's here, it's in this uh, chapter. Uh, it's a prayer to G Garuda. You know? And I don't know if it's, you know, some direct effect or not, but sometimes I've found when traveling, if uh, especially I'm on my way to an airport and I'm starting to get worried that we're going to be late to the airport to catch the flight, <laughs> then I start remembering Garuda and I chant, uh, there's a verse, uh, a verse, a mantra, Garudo Bhagavan Stotrasto Vaschando Maya Prabhu Rakshat Vasesha Kritshe Vishvaksena Sanamavi. And um, I don't know, it seems to work. <laughs> you, almost always I get there on time. Well, the one time that I missed a flight recently was completely my own fault. Uh, I, I lost track of uh, dates and I missed the flight by one day. <laughs> that was an expensive mistake. It was a very expensive mistake because it was a flight from Hong Kong to London. Yeah, I had to pay full fare to get the next flight. Okay, one more verse. Uh, just to point out, we get uh, something often in the Bhagavatam at the end of chapters, and that's the Palashruti. Palashruti means the fruit of hearing. So verse number 37. tasya vidyang darayato bhavit rajadasyu this prayer, the Narayana Kavacha, constitutes subtle knowledge transcendentally connected with Narayana. One who employs this prayer is never disturbed or put in danger by the government, by plunderers, by evil demons, or by any type of disease. <laughs> Sounds good, doesn't it? Sounds like something to do. Yeah. Okay, so this was, again, uh, the mantra which was given by Vishwarupa to Lord Indra and the demigods to protect them uh, from the demons, and sure enough, with this kavacha, they're going to be uh, able to again prevail, but the trouble is not over. Stay tuned.
Until next year. <laughs> when we can continue from there. Or if you're really anxious to find out what happens, you can read for yourself. It's called Srimad Bhagavatam. Have you heard of it? <laughs> it's a good book, I recommend. It's translated into Polish. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the main, you know, why do I have these overviews uh, is I like to encourage devotees to read the Bhagavatam. Uh, and to enjoy it, to relish it, because it is relishable. But to relish the Bhagavatam, one needs to put some effort into it. It's, it's um, uh, what we call in English an acquired taste. The example I sometimes use when we're small children, maybe not your children, but... Common experience in America, at least, small children don't like spinach. They will not eat spinach. Eat your spinach. No. I want ice cream. <clears throat> you can have ice cream, but first you have to eat your spinach. And of course, then we grow up and we develop a taste for spinach. We find out it's actually very nice. Uh, not only is it healthy, but it's, it's nice. Lord Chaitanya loved spinach. Uh, and so we want spinach, sometimes even more than ice cream. I don't know. No, no not more than ice cream. <laughs> I knew that one wouldn't get very far. Anyway. Uh, but it's a learn, it's a, it's, it's an acquired taste. So similarly, the Bhagavatam is a kind of acquired taste. And to acquire the taste, we need to invest some effort, some time, uh, and gradually we can more and more and more relish it. And that's the whole idea. We want to be relishers of the Bhagavatam. Pibata Bhagavatam rasamalayam mahu raho rasika bhuvi bhavuka. Pibata, drink the Bhagavatam rasam. And don't just do it once. Muhur, again and again. Aho, oh rasikas, oh you who can, who can relish it. Okay, um, yeah, I guess we stop there. Um, I suppose lunch is coming. It's on its way. It's ready. Yeah. So I thank you all for your kind attention. Uh, and I wish you a, a nice coming year. Yes, Kavichandra. I have one thought uh, regarding uh, uh, Yeah. So there was one man in the United States, he was a cheater. He was an expert in making falsificates. Making? F false papers. False, false papers. Different kinds. Oh. Like checks uh, and Yeah, and forging. Yeah, he was really expert. And it, it wasn't easy to, to catch him. Yeah. So finally when he was caught, uh, so there was 
I don't remember if he was Spanish, but also someone <coughs> uh, someone uh, have idea, and it turned out that he was uh, employed as a specialist <laughs> of uh, protection. Catching others. Yes, how to make protection, uh -huh. better protections on Against. Uh, documents. Oh, okay. Yeah? yeah. So he became big expert on this. There are many different patents <laughs> of his uh, ideas how to do it. <laughs> and also the best protectors of uh, computer servers are actually hackers. So uh, in yes. this, you know, in, in this. So uh, Buddha is something like that. Yeah, yeah. Buddha is the best protector. <laughs> Yeah, that's a nice point. Thank you. There was a similar case of one woman, I think also in America. Uh, she became expert at making fake uh, letters uh, from famous people from, from you know, past history. Uh, she she would forge these letters and then and then she would sell them to collectors. Look, here's. Here's an undiscovered letter uh, from uh, Ernest Hemingway, some famous author, whatever. And then she became caught. She was caught. But then uh, her letters, although they were for forgeries, or because they were forgeries, became collector's items. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy world. <laughs> yes. Okay. Jai. Grantara Shimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Shishi Pancha Tattva ki jai. Shiva Prabhu Vada ki jai. Gaur Prema Anande. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna.